0: Be honest, I never thought I'd hear that again. Yeah, we'll get into it. Episode forty-eight. We've almost almost reached fifty.
1: That's exciting. Yeah,
0: depends on your perspective. It might be exciting. It might not be. So on this particular episode, we're going to be. Chatting about list number 31 from this stupid 52 lists for happiness. And we're going to be talking about the spaces in our lives where we would like to get more order and organization. (laughs) Okay. Stomping Jen just watched the pod dog, climb up on the podcast table where there is thousands of dollars of electronics. Thank you.
1: She wasn't after the electronics.
0: Doesn't matter. She's a fucking dumbass and she could do something stupid and destroy all of this stuff. But she didn't. Well, anyways. So we're going to do that list and talk about other stuff going on in our lives. Does that sound accurate?
1: I'll take that for $200, Alex.
0: Yay. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. You know, um, you know, Alex Trebek is going to be dead within a month.
1: I know, it's sad. Yeah. Did you read?
0: No, I didn't, but I have been paying attention to what's going on with him. And he recently just announced that his pancreatic cancer, the most lethal form of cancer, has returned from its remission of weeks.
1: Yeah, he's back in chemo.
0: He's He'll be dead within a month. That's sad. Mark my words, unfortunately. It's love weird. the guy. Love Jeopardy. But pancreatic cancer is a scourge upon humanity.
1: I can't believe he's still working.
0: I can believe he's still working. Um, you can? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've seen people close to us die from pancreatic cancer. And it's like one of these things. You go along okay um, you get thinner and thinner and thinner and then it just You're dead. Gets you and like within a week you're gonzo. Is that me? That's you. You need to get used to wearing those headphones. Yeah, it's weird. Um <clears throat> then you'll get a better sense of
1: My microphone etiquette.
0: Your microphone etiquette. Yeah, maybe Thank you. I, I don't good. know if you need them turned up or not.
1: Do I need my bottom?
0: Wait, my you want that bottom? What is I it? think it's on. I can tell you. Hold on. Let me look. Um, that all looks good. Um, let me see. I got you set to soft because you talk slow. Um, yep. Your big bottom is on. Great. Yep. You're good.
1: I need my big bottom.
0: Let me look at me. Yep. I got all the stuff on. Well, I have big bottom on. Why do I have big bottom on? I don't know. You don't
1: need a big bottom.
0: What do you think? That maybe me, made me sound better there. <clears throat> I have no idea. <coughs> well, only time will tell, I guess. <coughs> if I listen to the first few seconds with <coughs> the big bottom on, and then I listen to the rest of it with the big bottom off. But at any rate, welcome everybody this is going to be hitting your feeds a day or two late i think yep unfortunately and i'll talk about why um we're sorry about that um and i actually had like some people sorry about that why i'm sorry about it because it's my fault um and
1: you have people yeah it's funny somebody
0: who claims they don't pay attention to the podcast or listen to it Reached out to me wondering where it was. Huh. Yeah, go figure. That's weird. Yep. So, here we are doing the podcast. So, like always, um, we ask you to subscribe, download, share with a friend. Do it. Do I have any expectation that you're actually going to review this? No
1: do it
0: so whatever review (laughs) it if you want
1: thanks people
0: listen to it if you want what was that i told you i'm not going to talk to you about it
1: oh my god
0: listen if you want don't i don't care anymore (laughs) there we have it great me not caring anymore what do you think about that
1: is that the new theme of the show Yep.
0: (coughs) Maybe that'll be the title. I
1: just don't give a fuck.
0: Me not caring any more. That'll be the title. So
1: It should be just don't give a fuck. Eh. Eh.
0: I make up the titles. Sometimes you give input. Sometimes you don't. Okay. So we'll see what comes. What will come. Um... Let's see. I'm still off beer, although I relapsed a few days ago. I had a pumpkin beer.
1: Yeah. It was a good pumpkin beer. Yeah, you it didn't was good. You did offer to share.
0: That's not true.
1: You offered me a sip.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> do you feel like I should have given you more? That's okay. We didn't answer the question. You said it's okay. Do you feel like I should have given you more?
1: Well, I do recollect that you mentioned you were going to share it with me, but then you didn't, so.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I'm sorry, I'm dying.
0: Okay. You can turn your head away and cough. <coughs>
1: um,
0: there you go. I liked you better. I liked you better. Chair. No. Um, right after you got yelled at by other people for your microphone etiquette. You Thanks. seemed you seemed to be paying attention more to...
1: It's the headphones. It's not. Let's be real. What about the headphones? I can hear myself talking now as opposed to not hearing myself talking.
0: Yeah, you got those new Beats Studio by Dre, rocking those things. Thanks, Dre. Yep. So, um, where do we where do we land? Oh yeah, I'm off beer, so we're still drinking White Claw Seltzer. Although we got something new here, Polar.
1: It's Arctic Summer.
0: Yeah, by Polar though, by the it um, Polar. Yep. By the Polar Seltzer Company, Arctic Summer. <laughs>
1: Boozy bubbles craft.
0: Although, they better get their fucking autumn branding on point because I don't view uh, I don't view hard seltzer as merely just a summer drink.
1: Hmm.
0: I drink this shit year round. Oh,
1: you, do think? you
0: Do you stop drinking seltzer <coughs> in the autumn? No. So why would I stop drinking this? It says on it, Arctic summer.
1: Maybe it reminds you of the summer.
0: No, it's stupid. Arctic summer. Anyways. Alright, do you want to stop? No. Okay, then stop complaining. I just
1: want to not be coughing.
0: Okay, well deal with it. Stop complaining and we'll keep going. (laughs) So I'll take a sip of my white claw before we dive in. Let's dive, shall we? Dive, dive, dive. So, anything else you want to say in terms of um, introducing the show, the episode?
1: No, but now I have the hiccups.
0: Okay, well, maybe this will be the hiccup episode. All right. You know what we're going to do next?
1: <clears throat> Your, are <you're> bump. <laughs>
0: News and shout outs. Whoops. News and shout outs. At least I don't have to cut hiccups in here Because they're happening now naturally
1: How come There's all that heart beating
0: That's just what I decided I wanted to do I don't know It's just my, that's what came out of my head when I decided to do a news bumper. Do you hear that?
1: Yeah. Yes. What is that? It sounds like the wind.
0: Yeah, but how could that, how could that be possible? I don't know. We're getting, we're getting this really weird static.
1: She's like the wind.
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: Oh my God.
0: That's super weird. I hope it doesn't persist. Huh. <clears throat> I'm just checking all my cables. That's super weird. Okay. Well,
1: this is the technical issue.
0: Were you like doing anything weird, like weird breathing or something?
1: No. Nope. No, I just have the hiccups.
0: Okay. Do you want to stop? No. <clears throat> this this actually could end up being the worst podcast ever. <laughs> so since the last <laughs> since the last time we did this, this is what Wednesday night we're recording this yes so the previous um the previous what Friday where did we go
1: New Jersey right the Garden State
0: yeah and you want to talk about that
1: oh uh well we drove at night to New Jersey yep And we got to drive over the new Tappan Z. That's not the Tappan Z. That's the Governor Mario Cuomo Bridge. Mm -hmm. It was all lit up. It was really pretty. Yeah. (laughs) And then we were in New Jersey.
0: Right. (laughs)
1: Excuse me. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry.
0: And You don't want to talk about why we went there? Why we had to drive down on a Friday night at uh, 7 o'clock and didn't get down there till 11 o'clock?
1: Yeah, so the reason we decided to go down on a fr- Friday night is because we had to be in synagogue on Saturday mor- morning because my father um, <clears throat> re-delivered his bar mitzvah how do you how do you say what it is? It was the 60th anniversary of his bar mitzvah, and right. he re recited it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's called though. So 60 years. So right. let's do the math. You do a bar mitzvah when you're 13. So that means he's how old?
1: 73.
0: Uh, wow, <laughs> 73 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. So we went to the synagogue that I grew up with
0: in New Jersey
1: um, where he performed the ceremonial recitation of his Torah portion 60 years later. Right. And then um, there was food because that's what Jews like to do.
0: You think Jews like food? Everybody likes food. But you just said that's what Jews like to do. Yeah, we eat. Why is that? What kind of food was there?
1: There was bagels Mm -hmm. and all sorts of different kinds of fish. What is that?
0: That's the new klezmer music I have programmed into the mixer. Why do you have
1: klezmer music programmed as a button?
0: Because I knew we were going to talk about this. Oh, okay. That's why. So go on. Um,
1: so so <clears throat> we went and it was fun. And my dad did a good job. Yeah. And it also is going to be the same Porsche portion that um, Ted's going to do for his bar
0: <clears throat> What is going to be the same portion that the Ted's going to do? The same reading
1: that my father did for his bar
0: Right. Do you remember what it was about?
1: Uh sec- sexual misconduct mostly. It was about um well <clears throat> my father's uh speech that he gave, like the learning about what he Yeah. About the Torah reading from that day was all about um <clears throat> what happens when uh you Capture a woman during the spoils of war and you shouldn't rape them immediately. You should...
0: You should first attempt to win their to woo- hearts over <laughs> before woo- raping them.
1: Try to woo them first yes. so they would be your wife.
0: Wooing before raping.
1: Yeah, it's a very... Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting <clears throat> topic of discussion. So, what were your thoughts having uh, experienced this
0: Well. I have a lot of thoughts, actually. Um,
1: can we turn the klezmer down some so I can hear you? Is that good? Yeah.
0: Okay. I can also turn... Uh, the big I could, bottom. Though. No, That's not what big bottom is. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> big bottom it's makes just me so bassier. It's just funny to say big yeah. bottom. So, it's interesting. Okay, I have like a really long beard right now. Oh, yeah. You look right? very ortho. And I was wearing an all-black suit.
1: Yeah, with a white shirt With and an, a tiny yarmulke on your yeah, head.
0: Yeah, an all-white shirt. So I th- I feel like I looked more like a rabbi than the actual rabbi.
1: This is true.
0: So I feel like there were eyes on me just to begin with because of how I looked. <laughs> that was funny. So um, I definitely looked like I belonged in Jerusalem in the old city.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there was that. And... Like most Jewish services, this one was very long, Oh, and there was a lot of to-do, a lot of coming and going up and down off of the beamer, is that what it's called? The beamer, yeah. The beamer, Um, parading around with the Torah, people touching it.
1: They only do that twice. They do it when they...
0: The beginning and the Open. end, yeah. <laughs> when they put it away, all that happened. So that was interesting. I've seen that a few times. And the actual services themselves, I wasn't paying that close attention to, mostly because I was helping your sister and our brother-in-law <laughs> with deal all with of the kids the because they have three girls <clears throat>
1: under the age of five. Under
0: the age of five. So it was. I thought. um, the oldest one was six.
1: She will be six on Christmas.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, so I was helping. I was helping with the youngest one, who's like a year and a half or something like that. I don't know how old exactly. She's
1: just a year this summer.
0: Yeah. So, and she took a shine to me this visit.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: we were besties. So I was spending a lot of time with her, keeping her occupied, taking her in and out of the. Uh, what do you call that room?
1: Just the services.
0: Out of the services and
1: sanctuary.
0: Yep, keeping an eye on Ted because he looked pissed off, like he didn't want to be there.
1: I wonder why.
0: Yeah, he looked, you know, like he he would have rather been anywhere else in the world. So I was keeping my eye on him. And then, um,
1: are you playing it again? Yeah, of
0: course. We so were talking about this.
1: We don't have to mm. be Jewy while we're talking about. Yeah, we Jew- do. Jewish same so, thing.
0: Um. Then it came. Then it came. Time for your dad's, uh, what do you call it, bar mitzvah speech.
1: The devar Torah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And that's when the kids really started a fuss.
0: Yeah, but.
1: Could you hear it in the hallway?
0: I could hear it, and I actually, despite, not despite, he he, you know, he tied. <laughs> the speech itself wasn't. A, really about not raping prisoners. No,
1: I know. But it was about the Me Too movement. It
0: was about the Me Too movement and I actually was this shouldn't be a surprise like I know your dad is a really smart person. You know, he's has a master's degree in history and you know but Ar- I thought it, archaeology. I, whatever it is.
1: Socio- like, anthropology, sorry. Yeah. Excuse me.
0: <clears throat> I thought he did a really good job, you know, writing the speech tying the ancient text and lessons into a contemporary subject like the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of people like sitting there who didn't get it.
1: You think so? I
0: think so. I was looking around at people, and when he started talking about not raping prisoners, <laughs> like you could see some of the people. I like, had no idea where he was going with it. Yeah, But, you know, like I said, he actually was able to kind of tie it into the contemporary uh, contemporary issues around um, respecting women. Yeah,
1: I mean... <clears throat>
0: which I, which, I, which is not an easy feat to pull off, actually, and do it well. And I thought he did a really good job.
1: Yeah, no, he did. And he also, I mean, because my mother, which was part of the reason... We- Excuse me, we were there.
0: What about your mom? I mean,
1: she was, she talked a lot about being at the frontier of like one of the early uh, working mothers in her, you know, just in general, like from the 60s and, <clears throat> yeah, I excuse mean, me, in the 70s.
0: When she passed away uh, almost a year ago, <clears throat> I think uh, you're, I don't know. Did your dad speak at her funeral? I don't think he did.
1: Uh, I don't recall. Anyways. I did.
0: he he and he talked a bit about how she was on the forefront of the women's lib movement. Right. Um. So, anyways, it kind of all
1: it all tied together,
0: dovetailed nicely, and I thought it was a you know that portion of the service was actually very interesting to me. Mm. I thought he did a really good job. So. I have. Ne- I don't know that I ever got to see him write something and speak in public. Right. I mean, like, there's not like a that. lot of opportunity. <clears throat> no. Um, to
1: do stuff like that, but I mean, yeah. like, I mean, my father was very involved in the synagogue growing up, and he, you know, he he would lead like the. The education for the kids yeah he would do junior congregation like I mean he was very very involved in the synagogue and yeah. I think a lot of my volunteerism and community events
0: yeah you know, now <laughs>
1: stems from him
0: yeah like in immediately immediately um, after the services I thought it was pretty interesting like you mentioned there was food.
1: Oh yeah, there was food, and which then your was,
0: which your I think your dad generously paid for. It, it was, was
1: co-sponsored kiddish between mm-hmm. him and another family. Yeah,
0: so there was this um, big long table, right? I'm trying to remember if going from right to left. There was now, there was a bowl. Plates at both sides. There were plates at both sides, and starting mm-hmm. you know starting on my right, how I approached the table, there was um, a hummus, like bowls of hummus. There was Tuna fish. White there fish. There was a giant fish. A okay. white, fish. white fish. I don't know what you call that white thing. White fish. And they uh, smoke it. It's well, white smoke fish it. isn't a type of fish, but. That's what they call it. Okay. It's probably so there like was. Carp. My point is, it was a whole fucking fish. It was a fish. That's lying very. There.
1: This is not unusual, though. Okay. So for Julia. I mean, not
0: everybody may be familiar with this. Yes. So then there was. Salmon. Next to the white fish, there was. A platter of lox,
1: right, and there was salmon, and like baked salmon. Yeah, next
0: to down further down the table, there was actual salmon. So tons of like really actually
1: baba ganoush, eggplant salad, good food.
0: And so now picture this: the synagogue. The room where the services are held connects to the function room where the food was. Right,
1: the social hall.
0: The social hall. And <clears throat> before anybody can get into the social hall, this one family got picked to do the honor of um, that Kiddush.
1: Was, that was the co-sponsoring family. The co-sponsoring
0: family got to do, pour the wine and drink it. Right.
1: And do the um, blessing over the bread. And
0: break the do the blessing over the bread and have the first piece. Now, meanwhile, they're doing all of this, right? Yeah. And it's taking some time. Right. And... The people in the service in the synagogue are all lining up. You can see people leaning and looking and yeah. looking over at the table. And, kind of and doesn't the food. make
1: sense. Is it? Do you think they do that on purpose? So you, that they don't just like run to the table? Yeah.
0: Now, when I swear to God, when the when the guy took the last piece of bread, yeah, and they said, "Okay, you can eat now," it was like the running of the bulls. <laughs>
1: Well, because everybody's sitting in services for like three or four hours. Yeah, and they're so all
0: hungry. Everybody rushes in. Now, I was at the front of the wave. So I run over there. I wanted to grab a piece of that fish, mm-hmm. right? Because I had eyed it. Oh, no, um, so, you went
1: back there with the girls.
0: Yeah, so I ran. <laughs> and I ran over to the table, grabbed my plate and my fork and my spoon, and I ugh, lobbed off a big hunk of that white fish.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So I worked my way down the table and... Dozens of people are coming in and descending Mm -hmm. upon the table. You see onions flying up, like bits of bagel, bread. It was just chaos. Um, And then, like, I turn and I'm, like, looking back down the table. I see that fish. It's stripped out of the bone.
1: It's all gone. There's
0: nothing left of that fish. But what
1: what part did I get? Because I wasn't in there immediately.
0: You came (laughs) back later. And you saw the head sitting there. Yep. And Uh so I helped you. I helped you lob off the head right. of the fish.
1: Because you told me not to stand there at the table right. and pick at it.
0: And so we sat there. We sat there at the table like a couple of savages. Mm-hmm. Um, horrible, horrible savages. Fish
1: heads, fish heads. Roly tearing, fish
0: tearing heads, apart. Fish
1: heads, fish heads. That pick piece of up. fish.
0: Yum. So... So that was. So the, this is
1: the best part, right? So, my niece, yeah. the, the eldest niece, right. the five year old, so, you know, like I'm behind all the people because I know there's no point in waiting and trying to interject myself into this carnage happening. Right. But she turned to me and she said, Aunt Jen, can you help me get some of the salmon, right? Which was on the other side of the table. But when she vacated the space of the table and turned to me, it was like this woman just like jammed herself into the open space and i couldn't get to the table again
0: so wait she blocked the kid from getting the yeah. food
1: yes yeah. so and then i was like all right we're gonna go on the other side of the table so we went on the other side of the table right so and i interjected myself on that actually i think i waited online i was like let's just wait for these people yeah <laughs> like, oh. and so people
0: were coming back with like Massive amounts of yeah, food like, on their plates, piled up, double and triple plates.
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't oh, even again, get. I didn't plasma.
0: even. I didn't even get a cookie. There, I,
1: there, I don't even think there was.
0: There were cookies. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was on the other table. Yeah. It wasn't on the table with all the fish and everything.
0: No, it was on a separate table. <clears throat> what?
1: No, I was gonna say. So the best part, though, is they have a lechayim club.
0: What? Oh, okay, right. I was gonna get to that. Oh, sorry. So I everybody's a cookie. Everybody's sitting down, eating, eating their food, and then I, I, like, I notice out of the corner of my eye, our brother-in-law is sitting off in the corner at a table full of these men, <laughs> and they're all they're all talking. Yeah, and who is he talking? To? I don't I have no is idea. It's all like
1: the like regular synagogue people.
0: Yeah, so they're all talking and chatting, and I turn over. I think I looked at my sister-in-law wingman. And I say, Wingman, what's going on over there? What's he doing? Yeah. She goes, He's trying to drink
1: <laughs> But they weren't drinking at the time. I table. go, What do you mean?
0: What do you mean he's trying to drink? And then you tell you tell me, what was he doing over there?
1: He was just chatting, and I was trying to get himself an invitation to the it, Chayim Club.
0: Okay, explain to our listeners what the Chayim Club Le,
1: is. Le Chayim. Okay, explain to Chayim is like cheers. Use this as an educational I'm opportunity. I'm telling you. So, okay. Le Chayim literally means to life yeah. in Hebrew, and okay. it's basically like saying cheers, or shalante, or like any other, right. like, cheer that you would have when drinking. And what happens? Drinking. So, it's like the men, usually. yeah, And, like, so somebody, like, has, like, some bottle of some sort of liquor that they yeah. bring and, and they all go back in the kitchen and yeah. they all And the bottle they had
0: some. was fairly decent mid-shelf with, whiskey. It, it was... was
1: Morton, G. 10 year. Yeah,
0: 10 year, which you know, yeah. it's they, not quite 12, but it's okay.
1: But I happened to be at the table with my dad when the president of the synagogue, who had brought the bottle yeah. for the L'Chaim Club that, that day. That was the
0: president of the synagogue?
1: Y- yeah. So okay. he came over and he was like, you know, oh, you're gonna come L'Chaim? And my dad knows me very well and yeah. he said actually my daughter would appreciate it more than I would. Yeah, you know? and I so, was
0: worried I wasn't going to score an invite. Nobody yeah. actually invited yeah, nobody me. Nobody actually inv- the most
1: I told you to come. Orthodox
0: looking person in the room <laughs> did not get invited to the yeah. Lahaim yeah. club.
1: But I made sure to 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 score myself an invite into the
0: right so Jen
1: <laughs> and I made sure that you came
0: Jen gives me a mercy inv- I mean, stomping, yeah, stomping I Jen. don't get
1: invited to the L'Chaim you it's got like, invited I was the only woman let's be clear right, I was so, the only woman in the back of the kitchen
0: so you dragged me in tow I got in there and you know they're opening the bottle I'm like oh yes good we're gonna get to drink whiskey <laughs> no 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 but the
1: best part is they were and like oh they, we don't know how to open it who knows how to open it yeah and you were like, "I got you. I got this. Hold yeah. my
0: beer, right?" So <laughs> I go over, and the guy manages to get the cork out. Yeah. And then they pull out these dinky, tiny little yeah, thimbles. They were like, sh- <laughs> like what <when laughs> the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> I was
0: <laughs> like, I spill that much whiskey when I'm pouring it.
1: I was like, you expect uh, me to
0: be satisfied. Meantime, with that?
1: our like brother-in-law, like, like he, they gave him all out and we did before we even did the laham his was gone <laughs> we were like dude you, you get and he was like oh I already Anyways it. yeah but it was like not a shot it was let me let's be clear you had to sip it i don't know what you oh, did was just,
0: he, it was a, it was he like totally it shot was like a it. quarter of an ounce of whiskey anyways the Not guy said we could
1: have had more if we wanted to, but I don't think anybody yeah, wanted. Yeah, but I want to I be don't like look like the alcoholic, alcoholic at the Seneca, <laughs> begging for
0: more whiskey at ten o'clock in the morning.
1: It wasn't ten o'clock; it was twelve thirty. Let's be right. whatever it is.
0: So, anyways, yeah. So the High club. Club, um, that was good. I mean, yeah. it's always a bonus when you get to drink some whiskey. Yeah, at after the sitting for a long time
1: for four hours
0: chasing around kids and having yeah. a good time so then
1: they also dedicated a plaque
0: to yeah to your mom part of it. Yeah. yeah
1: so my grandparents <clears> already <throat> had plaques like memorial plaques
0: right inside the walls of the in the, in, room, in the room of the synagogue The sanctuary yeah and they lit yeah. the little light thing
1: it's just a memorial
0: yeah yeah no i think they do that around the year anniversary, the anniversary yeah. mm. so so that was it
1: that was so a synagogue Saturday, and then yeah. I got hit with a massive allergy attack, yeah. and I was out for the count the rest of the day. Yeah, I, I think w- it was the whiskey.
0: I, don't know. I know why would whiskey give you an allergy? I don't, I don't think it was the whiskey. I also had so a massive headache. So that was um, that was the experience in the in the 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 service where your father delivered his the bar mitzvah he gave sixty years ago. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was fun, despite there being a overtone of sadness to it, mm-hmm. which brings us to the next day, which was my mother-in-law's, your mother's unveiling. Why don't you describe to our listeners in in the Jewish religion what an unveiling is? Because I think people may not know. So when Jew- I will not play the music, by the way.
1: When Jewish people, when they die, they. You have to bury them as fast as possible. Right. So um and then they and then they do the tombstone later. So it's like the dedication of the tombstone once it's yeah. put up.
0: And there's literally a piece of cloth on the tombstone that gets taken away and words are said.
1: Oh, well, it's like a little ceremony. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now this um the place where you're Mom was buried mm-hmm. as at this cemetery, uh, thankfully on in, the way uh, home. On the way home, like an hour closer to our house. So now I think we were told to be there like at ten thirty. No, nine thirty. Nine thirty. We were told to be there at nine. No no, no no no.
1: Sorry, ten thirty, you're correct. Yeah, yeah, we were told. We had to, to leave at nine.
0: Yeah, we were told to be there at ten thirty. We left the house at nine thirty one. That's about a forty, fifty minute drive north. So we get there to the cemetery, it's an absolutely gorgeous place. It's huge. It's it's one of the biggest cemeteries I've ever seen. It's sprawling.
1: That's because mm. all the New York Jews are buried there.
0: Has it? <laughs> Listen, you can. For
1: all my grandparents and like, <laughs> anyways.
0: You're free to make whatever comments you want. So. Well,
1: oh, there's not a lot of room to get buried in New York.
0: Yeah. So it, I mean, it's a it's a it's a sprawling like meticulously manicured place it's gorgeous mm-hmm. like i i like i could just walk around there for hours i think looking mm-hmm. at people's tombstones and enjoying the landscape and nature so
1: off of the parkway <laughs> no this
0: this is this is to no fault of your brother mm-hmm. but he had sent us a little tiny map oh no
1: the map saved us let's be clear
0: all right, so we pull into the cemetery. And hold I on. didn't
1: know where the plot was, like yeah. where the actual... Yeah,
0: hold like, on. Yeah. We didn't know exactly where it is, but Ted was... Ted, and I were yes. convinced we knew the way.
1: Yes, you were both convinced.
0: And we, we told Stomping Jen, no, you're wrong. It's this other direction. Right. That's the way we should go. We, we were, we're but, both...
1: But my brother, mm-hmm. in his infinite wisdom, had literally sent me a little map. Yeah. Google Map, like I could follow, like yeah. from where we were.
0: Now, mind you, we didn't have a lot of room for error mm-hmm. in getting to the to gravesite. The
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> Anyways, we got completely lost. We got turned around,
1: and we're driving in these like very narrow.
0: Yeah, and we have a giant van. Yeah,
1: a giant cold minivan.
0: Um. So we we had to stop, and we have to ask a grounds. Um, keeper, where it was. And I don't think he spoke English very well. I don't think no, he, he, really... asked,
1: he was like, what section it is in. And I'm like, I don't know.
0: It was in Maple Grove.
1: It was like in Maple Park 2. Yeah, or Maple whatever. Park
0: 2. So he points us in the right direction.
1: The direction that I originally had been taking. Yeah, the, we're
0: stomping. Listen. Whoops, sorry. That wasn't loud enough. You were right. Ted and I were completely wrong. We'd sent us in the opposite direction, actually. Mm-hmm. So we round the corner to the, where the plot is mm-hmm. in Maple Park 70, and we see. We were
1: the last people.
0: Everybody gather there. around the gravesite. I'm like, like oh. my
1: uncles that had driven yeah. from Florida and like Staten Island. And I'm all like, these oh my people. God, <laughs> they're
0: going to start without us.
1: Fuck. Which they would never have. By the so
0: way. I'm having a, I'm having an internal panic attack.
1: We were also panicking because it was very sunny. Oh, it was and sunny,
0: and I didn't have sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, um, that was difficult for me too. So, anyways, so we 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 managed to get out of the car, park the car, we get out, and um, everybody gathers around the grave. And your and your dad, my father in law does the ceremony and he did, a eulogy. he did a eulogy and it was it was striking. Like I cried. Mm-hmm. I had on my sunglasses, you know, and you know, I and I think I won't I won't repeat too much of what he actually said, you know, except, you know, he started off by saying, This has been the worst year of my life. And that just punched me in the gut, you know. Mm-hmm. And from that from that point forward, the waterworks were on for me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he you know he read he read a bunch of scripture. You know, said a, I think said a few more things, um, but he also I was really surprised. He read this poem that I have heard read. You can straighten that out. Um, he just make sure I got it. you don't got I it. I got it. Okay. He read this poem I've heard read at a few different um, funerals before. And this is actually read at my uncle's funeral.
1: Did he read it or my brother read it? My brother read it.
0: Your brother read it. And I want to read this. I I love this actually. Um, So it's called Do, Do Not Stand at My Grave and Weep. It's by Mary Elizabeth Fry. I think it was written in the 30s, believe it or not. I don't know why you wouldn't believe that, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was written in the 30s. So I'm going to read this. Okay. Now, I'm going to try not to read this with a douchey poet voice.
1: It's going to happen. <clears throat> but, Let's um, be clear. Yeah. You can't uh, read poetry without a douchey poet voice. I am
0: voice. trying to channel our friend Joshua, Joshua Michael, Michael Stewart, who's an actual published poet. And he advised me, just read it. That's what oh, he did said. You talk
1: to him today?
0: No, but he was on our podcast and we I asked him this oh, question when, you, yeah, okay. when I read the second page <laughs> of my first of my two-page of poem two-page. first. Yeah. Anyway, so here it is. Do not stand at my grave and weep by Mary Elizabeth Fry. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sun on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift, uplifting rush of quiet birds encircled flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand and cry at my grave. I am not there. I did not die. I love that poem. It's not supposed to be funny.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I love this poem, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> so, and I actually think of it, I actually think of it quite often when we go up and we visit New Hampshire. Right. Well. Because that's where some of my uncle's ashes are spread
1: and your mom's,
0: who my uncle who was a victim of pancreatic cancer. We, I think, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but, um, I don't And some of my mom's ashes, I believe are up there too. Mm-hmm. Um, because we used to go up to the white mountains in New Hampshire a lot. So anyways, I, th- and this poem was read at my uncle's funeral. Mm-hmm. So I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the first time since then, since those many years ago, that I've heard it read at another funeral. So, and I think that also got me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, and this time of year is like super shitty for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and for now,
1: <laughs> uh, for all of us now. No,
0: I know, but I'm just saying. But like, I mean, autumn. Like, so, like, my
1: funnily enough, like, yeah. You and I got married in autumn because we loved the season so much. We loved the fall
0: so much. And Uh, then everybody
1: died in the fall.
0: Yeah, we got married on October 27th. My mother, the the universe rest her soul, died on October 26th, the day before our wedding anniversary.
1: Why do I feel like she died on the 28th?
0: She didn't. It was the 26th. Then my grand, then no, my uncle died the previous died year first, in your, November, early mom. November. Then my mom died the day before our anniversary. Right. Then my grandmother died the following year in yeah. October. Mm-hmm. And then your mom passed away like the, the day, day before, before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So fucking Thanksgiving's gonna suck now forever. Mm-hmm. And then, dude. Then, and
1: she loved thanksgiving and she lo- it was her favorite it was her holiday favorite holiday yep.
0: uh, because the family would get together yep and then fucking september now sucks because of 9-11
1: which my mom was tied into your mom
0: was a victim of breathing in the toxic fucking shit from those attacks
1: and your sister got married in September the same year. We both got married in 2001, right after 9-11. Yeah,
0: so not a big fan of fall anymore. Not a big fan.
1: Bang. Fall can suck it.
0: Fall can suck what? It. <laughs> okay. I'll say it. Excuse me. It can suck my toes. How's that?
1: So, and then after the ceremony. After
0: the ceremony, what happened? You know, after your mom's unveiling ceremony, what happened?
1: uh, So my dad had made arrangements to go to the Tom Sawyer Diner, which was around the corner.
0: Which has the proud distinction of being the only diner in New Jersey with no parking. Yeah,
1: literally no parking. And they seated us really ridiculously.
0: We were all jammed into a corner.
1: No, but like not really. We were in like six separate tables it was i thought ridiculous. there was going to be like a
0: private room or something i thought
1: so too but apparently not so anyways it was fine the food was fine it was diner food yeah um, there was people it was very strange it was a you know like my hundred and hundred year old great aunt
0: was, oh yeah god god lover god lover
1: you know, like you know, just family people that my mom worked with. It was just a very strange assemblage of people. That, you know, it was like very awkward because it was like, "Oh, it's so nice to see you." Oh, but we're so sad, and it's yeah. Like- and
0: also, we can't really talk because we're in this loud fucking diner,
1: <laughs> right? And not seated together, really, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, um, but, um. You know, the thought was there. And then it actually got me thinking, like, well, this is why you have happy occasions that, like, bar mitzvahs, like, where you can actually invite people and, like, people yeah. can get together and you could celebrate instead of. Yeah. Not celebrate yeah. or celebrate life.
0: And you didn't so. like your food. I thought my food was actually quite good. Oh. I got a salad of some kind. It was
1: a blueberry salad. Blueberry salad. Feta, which is why I didn't order it. I
0: think. Yeah, but it had avocado. I don't know. It was good. I don't Whatever.
1: know. Whatever. Anyways, it's fine. The Tom Sawyer Diner.
0: Fuck you and your shitty turkey <laughs> burger. My food was good.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, boy.
0: Tom Sawyer Diner, right?
1: The Tom Sawyer Diner. New yeah, Jersey anybody, is still like chock full want to of, do of diners.
0: A, anybody want to do a rush? Um A what? Tom Sawyer, hang a on you. Today's Tom Sawyer. Blah, blah,
1: blah. Yeah, that's it. That's all I know. Okay. I would not know the words if Tom they hit me Sawyer. over the head.
0: All right. <clears throat> so that was all on Sunday.
1: Oh, my God. And then we had to go back home.
0: And we had to drive back home on Sunday. So we get back home on Sunday.
1: Like four thirty. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Right. And then. It was just a long weekend. Yeah.
1: We were exhausted. Right. sorry internet that we didn't do podcasts
0: yeah so we're late we're late and but it's not stopping Jen's fault it's really my fault I think because we got back and on Monday I scheduled an appointment with my therapist <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you I have not had a very good week Oh. Uh, oh my let me, god. <laughs> let me explain something. Oh my god. I've talked about this before on the podcast here. I am a person who for many reasons suffers from pathological anxiety. That a
1: generalized anxiety.
0: No, I mean <clears throat> you're revealing the specific type of anxiety.
1: That's your diagnosis but i have did i just um violate some hipaa compliance you law? did violate
0: hipaa laws you <laughs> son of but a but i'm bitch. not your therapist
1: i'm just you're not your therapist and your i gave
0: spouse. you a plaque stating that but despite you not being your therapist um despite you not being my therapist i think you can attest this is interesting well, i'll get to that in a minute um
1: are we going to have another another therapy session here? <laughs> no, this isn't a this therapy, therapy session, circuit. but I want to
0: explain something. Uh, without revealing details about how my anxiety manifests itself. It is a real problem for me in terms of how I think about the world and how I react to events that occur around me and to me. And... There was one point in my life, many, many years ago, where I was medicated to help me deal with anxiety, and I think I—I I mean, I think I've gotten to a point where I—I th- I think I—I I thought I got to a point where I could handle it, but because of a confluence of stressors in my life, I think in the past few months I've been really struggling with. Kind of seeing the world how it really is, and not through this twisted, distorted uh, viewpoint that anxiety puts on everything. And it's really difficult sometimes because you feel like um, to steal <clears throat> to steal an analogy from Joe Rogan about what it's like to be a guy and have sexual desire. It's like you're sitting in the back seat of this car that's driving. And like the, you, the car is just driving itself. And you're like, where is it going? Who's driving the car? And that's kind of what like having anxiety is like. You're not really in control of how you interpret the things going on around you in the world right it can cause all sorts of problems for you for the people that you're in relationships with for the people you work with so it's not good so i've been trying to work with my therapist on how to manage anxiety right and i've been discussing with him like specific incidents Mm-hmm. Like here's a thing that happened. Here's how I. Here's how I reacted to it. Um, and he, you know, he's he's. A, I think he's actually a good therapist. He's given me tools to use and apply, and I've tried, and I'm trying, and I'm working on my anxiety now. On Monday, I went to go talk to him about my anxiety. And a specific thing that had kind of happened to me. And he's like, well, okay. He's like... Well, you don't need to do this one thing because you have have anxiety. And it's really about your anxiety. And it's really about you. And like, I know he didn't mean it this way, but kind of how I heard him was, oh, you're just fucked up. And you're going to be fucked up forever. And... You're never going to get a handle on this. And,
1: so your anxiety <laughs> has now filtered what your therapist said to you?
0: Well, 100%. This is what I'm going to talk to him about. This is what I'm going to talk to him about the next time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So I walked out of there feeling and- as depressed as I think I've ever felt in my life, Um
1: this klezmer, oh, music. It is
0: klezmer music it's not what i meant to play
1: <laughs> do, 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 do. hold on what is that music
0: totally harsh my buzz here we go sorry i just loaded oh. these new sound pads
1: yeah but i don't like this one i like this one
0: anyway so um so my um my anxiety is not wait what did you say you said it perfectly
1: Now your anxiety is filtering what your therapist has said to you. Yeah, right.
0: So I walked out of there
1: Monday. You were very depressed. Just despondent. You were in a terrible mood. Absolutely
0: despondent.
1: For two days.
0: Yeah, and I feel like... And we had nothing scheduled for Monday night. And I was just like, I can't. I cannot sit down and do a podcast. I don't want to do anything. And then Tuesday came... Kind of the same thing. It's like, I can't do this. I'm so depressed. So depressed. So today I'm feeling a little better. That's good. Not as depressed. But, so as part of this, part of trying to get a handle, so one of the things that triggers my anxiety, right, is how do I put this? Um, digital information, like reading things and seeing things. So one of the things I did to try to like kind of help calm my brain down, right, and stop the anxious patterns of thinking was um, deactivate my Facebook account, right, to kind of just try to remove some of the... Um, Digital noise. The noise, thank you. Some of the noise from my head. So I could like get a better handle on things. Now, I won't say it exactly worked because I was a mess yesterday. And even this morning, it was a mess. I'm feeling better now. But um, so one of the things I did um, <clears throat> was I told some people who I communicate pretty closely with on Facebook that I was dropping off,
1: right? Your small council?
0: Um, not even them. Well, that them too. Um, and they they actually weren't as mean to me as this other person. Somebody um, was mean to you? Yeah, they called me a pussy.
1: I can just imagine who that was. Because
0: I because I said I was gonna be off of Facebook for a while. I'm still on Messenger. Right, and they asked why. They asked if it was because of a specific person. Like, did I get into a fight with somebody? Was I having trouble? I was like, no, because it's... I'm struggling with anxiety right now. It's not a good thing for me to be involved with. And they just called me a pussy.
1: Is it somebody that I know?
0: It's somebody you know. And I don't think... I think think they were joking. But maybe not. You never know. It's anxiety. Yeah, but I think... I think it speaks to me... To a a viewpoint many people have that anxiety isn't a real thing. Like oh that no. it, I, I, so I want to I want to ask you. I want to ask you. It a, is a real
1: on. thing. I
0: want to ask you. I want to ask you a question. But you, answer, you answered it without me asking you.
1: It's a real thing.
0: But like, is it a disease that a person who suffers from it can just like buck up and no. deal with? No, like i consider myself like a pretty strong person right like i'm a military veteran i lived on my own for years you know sold food sold cds to get food um i was i was as poor as they come you know put pretty much put myself through college um This has nothing to do with... I've gone through some pretty taxing and challenging, you know, professional and personal situations.
1: No, this is literally about how you interpret (laughs) the world around you.
0: It's not even that. It's like how your brain interprets it, right? It's like separate from you, It's like the the
1: rational part of you knows it's ridiculous sometimes, but you are powerless to...
0: And that's how it feels sometimes, and like
1: was it you had two of
0: these two seltzers yeah. thanks for um harshing the buzz on my story here Sorry. so <laughs> i just um, noticed you had two and I so anyways you. i think a lot of people out there think anxiety like isn't a real thing that it like the people who just say they have that
1: i think because there's different levels of anxiety like <clears throat> like when i say you have generalized anxiety disorder It's different than like a mild case of anxiety. Like everybody, I think, gets activated with their own personal anxiety. There's a difference
0: between, this is why I say pathological anxiety, right? There's a difference between normal worry. Right. And maybe. I
1: I get anxious about things sometimes. And you should
0: get anxious about things. It's part
1: of the flight Flight or flight response mechanism in our heads from our evolution yeah. as human beings
0: What the what the type of anxiety i have does to me is it completely warps my perception of the world right and because of that warp perception i act in ways that are not rational often and think in ways that aren't rational
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. um anyways so yeah i just thought it was interesting that somebody kind of chalked me up to being a pussy because I took a step to um, do something that was healthy for me, and I, again, I, I actually love this person. I don't think they meant anything mean by it. Uh, this, you know, I hold nothing against this person for it at all. I, mean, they, I think they are a good person, but I don't think they—they they, they may not understand they have
1: unintended consequences of what they say this is the thing sorry I don't want go to ahead. go like too far down into the rabbit hole but
0: yeah just be careful don't um, don't violate HIPAA again and reveal details about
1: all right i just won't say what i
0: want no you can you can say it but what I want I want you to think about I don't, framing it in a way that doesn't expose details about how my anxiety manifests itself no that's I, all i wasn't gonna say that i'm well, just then saying, say what you want to say it
1: just it makes it difficult to <clears throat> it's like walking through a landmine that i don't know like how you're going to interpret things that i say sometimes that's all
0: yeah and i think that's a fair analogy to share i mean I don't know how I'm going to interpret things sometimes.
1: But I love you.
0: Thank you. I love you too. But what I I'm, have to pee. Um, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> go. I can keep talking. Yeah,
1: but I want to hear what you have to say. Isn't that interesting?
0: Loudly? No. I can't hear you. Go ahead. No, I just think, um, it for me, I sometimes don't know when I'm going to slip down that mental slope and find myself sliding into the spiral of anxious thinking. It's really hard sometimes. But here's the good news. I think it's treatable. Right? And you know, I have a set of tools and practices I can use to help manage my anxiety. Thankfully, through this ongoing relationship and practice that I have with um, with my therapist, so we're gonna keep plugging away at it. But I don't know. I think, I think one of the reasons I wanted to just bring it up and mention it and talk about it in a little more detail is to, and I'm not fooling myself. I, I don't think I'm going to remove any stigma around how Spreading people view awareness. how people, yeah. So yeah. I, it's a PSA. Yeah, if I can spread a little bit of awareness about it and let people know that yes
1: you're not alone people
0: even even somebody who is as articulate this
1: amazing podcast even
0: somebody who is as articulate intelligent as funny as sexy (laughs) as compassionate as empathetic As your old pal Sawtooth Frank can experience anxiety. Debilitating anxiety. And there's still hope. (laughs) Sorry. I can't believe you just laughed. (laughs) I cannot believe you just laughed at that. How dare you? How dare you?
1: All right, so...
0: Alright, is that all I want to say about anxiety?
1: I don't know, is that all you want to say about anxiety? Yeah,
0: you laughed at me.
1: I didn't. I'm just laughing. It's okay. The awkward silence.
0: All right. so that's it. Um, That's what I wanted to say about anxiety and quitting Facebook. But I might get back on it, so I can publish the podcast, announcements about the podcast. I know. So I might get back on it tomorrow. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. But what I think think I'm not going to do is install the app back on my phone. All right. And I am going to block it.
1: That'll last for a month.
0: You think it will only last for a month?
1: I think we all go through cycles of this. It's okay to take a break from social media on the occasion. But I just in, feel like there's so much information.
0: But in these past three days, I actually feel better. I
1: know. It's like it feels good for a while, and then you like you get back into the tar pit.
0: <sighs> don't let me fall. Sorry. It's not your responsibility. <laughs> I was going to say don't let me fall into the tar pit, but it really isn't your yeah. responsibility. I shouldn't put that on you. That's on me. Okay. okay. All right. Moving you know what? On. Let's let's skip this last thing. It'll give us something to talk about next week. Okay. This next thing. Yep. As I just extent. do want to tell people that the pool is still open.
1: <laughs> you want to come over and swim. <laughs> it's
0: fucking cold as fuck in there though.
1: <laughs> I would not go in there.
0: So I'm gonna close it this weekend actually. You think so we're yeah. gonna have a
1: busy weekend.
0: Yeah, well it has to get closed, so um all right. Do we wanna do this list?
1: Do we want to do the list? Mine's mine'll be fast, right? Okay. I'll do so mine. list.
0: So we're gonna do list thirty-one from the fifty-two lists for happiness. This is this fucking book by this woman named Maria Seal. Okay. Hmm. Weekly journaling inspiration for positivity, balance, and joy. This thing has brought me nothing but misery.
1: Ah, oh, boy. I'm
0: just gonna tell you that right now okay maybe
1: you're not taking it seriously enough you're only doing it for the podcast you're not doing it for yourself
0: that's true no that's bullshit because <laughs> i don't even think about what i'm going to say when i write these lists out okay so All right. um let's do the list oops
1: oh my god what? Yes. you
0: like it you're bouncing your head I saw you you went like this
1: <laughs> no that's what you are doing this this makes me so happy so like this pretty long list pretty long list my guys next week is made for you okay
0: all right so let's talk about this <laughs> um this list is list the spaces in your life you would like to create more order and organization in. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Uh so what I told you earlier was like all of the things, but specifically
0: Yeah. What are they?
1: Um all of my files in the cloud. I use Dropbox yeah. and things like Google Drive and just it's a shit show in there. Um, yeah. and my emails. Um, I try to put things in boxes. I also n- never delete emails. Um, but I organize them, but I don't delete them. Okay. Um, really, um, my home desk, which is a giant okay. nightmare. Go there. Ahead. Um, any art space I might utilize. Okay. Um, our linen closet. It's a giant mess in there
0: you're thinking about fixing that
1: yeah i'm always thinking about fixing that thank you always <clears throat> oh, the kitchen the garage go ahead and the kids room although we just went through a massive
0: and who did a great job of building shelves
1: oh shout out to the shelf builder
0: okay here's my list ready yep Stop me if I start talking too much about these things. Yeah,
1: can you just go through the list?
0: Okay. Um,
1: Not in a douchey voice.
0: My clothes.
1: Your clothes? Was that you a have douchey like voice? F- five pieces of clothing and you wash it once a week and then you wear the same thing over and over and over again. Okay. My clothes. You don't need to organize your clothes. Our shed. Yeah, that's kind of.
0: N- Our garage.
1: Yeah. I put the garage on there.
0: <laughs> Our cars
1: cars
0: cars are a fucking mess
1: well what do you want to organize about the cars
0: hey i didn't interrupt you all right sorry our basement yeah it's a mess my online files
1: your files are beautiful didn't i just not where i need them to be comment to you about i love your files
0: baby you're so organized. hmm mm-hmm. I like how you have your files and folders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Subfolders. hmm And sub-subfolders.
1: Okay, keep going.
0: You know what I really like about your files? When you put dates in your file names.
1: <laughs> All right, come on.
0: You start with the year.
1: Nomenclature.
0: Then you go to the month. hmm Then you go to the day. Mm-hmm. That's sexy.
1: No, you know what else you can do for months?
0: Year, month, day.
1: One, two, three, oh, four, five, six, seven, or yeah. enough. I can't.
0: Oh, year, month, day. All right, can just, you just, 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 just recite? You're making me feel uncomfortable. Recite can you one, keep going? <laughs> Recite one file name to me, please. Please stop. Okay, I will. Stopping, Jen. You ready? Please stop. Look at this file here. It's nineteen nine. Eighteen.
1: Right, keep going. Oh yeah. Can you? Uh, I keep, like that. Keep going. <laughs> Do
0: another one, please. Sawtooth Frank. I'm, I'm feeling very sexy right now when you read your file names to me. Okay.
1: Actually, that's not what I feel. <laughs> 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 can, you, can, you okay. keep, can you keep going?
0: Um, my creative content. I kind of want one place for everything. So like the podcast, the comics. The blog posts, the a repository
1: for all of your creative endeavors. Is that what you're saying?
0: My poetry, my writing, all say that, that shit. Again. Your what? My poetry.
1: Why do you say it like that?
0: Because that's how it's pronounced. That's not true. Um, the union work I do needs a lot of help. Um, my diet could use some order and organization.
1: Your diet?
0: My diet. Like, I should eat. This amount of protein in the morning. Oh, my God. Anyways, don't ask questions. Sleep.
1: How do you organize your sleep? It
0: says order or organization. Like, I could probably benefit from a regular bedtime. What? My God, I didn't do this to you. My thoughts (laughs) need more order and organization.
1: (laughs) Uh, So I
0: wrote meditation Did
1: you just put things on the list To put them on the list
0: No I thought about this Um,
1: Did you orderly think about uh, it Our
0: office computers I'm working on that Keeping in touch with people I could use organization around that Like a list A spreadsheet of here are all the people I want to keep in touch with Here is my last contact with them Who the fuck does
1: that Who the fuck does that nobody that's called a networking tree you're not networking with your friends the last time you contacted them that's just a ridiculous statement i'm sorry um internet are you agreeing with me this is ridiculous
0: Nineteen, seven, oh six.
1: that's ridiculous oh yeah all right stop come
0: on come on just one more file name 18 oh yeah Five,
1: this is just oh, wrong. God. Please stop. Nobody wants Four. to hear
0: this. Oh, literally, nobody wants Sawtooth, to hear. that
1: is so I'm sexy. gonna rage quit. This. <laughs>
0: okay, and um, socializing.
1: How do you know you hmm. have a calendar? And by the way, I went to go make a meeting on Monday tonight and. It was filled with all of your calendar shit. And I was like, I don't think I have anything on Monday, but I can't be sure because there's so many things on my calendar. You just set up another calendar.
0: Can you read me a date in the future? Just really push me over the
1: top, please. All right,
0: I know. Okay, you ready? No. 20. Stop. 20.013. Oh, God. Oh, Sawtooth. <laughs> okay. Stop. All right. That was the list
1: That wasn't so bad, was it? It's over It was a short segment
0: Alright Last segment How are we entertaining ourselves?
1: How are we entertaining ourselves?
0: We started watching Carnival Row What do we think about Carnival Row?
1: It's very licious
0: yeah, speaking of which, I'd like to get an episode in tonight. It's, it's 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I, okay. We're not
1: going to watch the other thing on our list?
0: <sighs> well, Big Brother?
1: No, Wu-Tang. Oh, okay. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, which yeah. we talked about extensively last time. Yeah,
0: and I'm almost done reading or rereading The Handmaiden's Tale.
1: We talked about that too.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. I yeah. mentioned in the last podcast I was reading it.
1: Yeah, I started a book. I got all of three pages in. What was it? Uh, I forget the title, but it's a Neil, it's Neil Stevenson's most recent novel. Oh, isn't it called Fall? Fall or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I haven't gotten very far, so I have no idea.
0: Hey, listen, people. Subscribe.
1: Wow. We just rushed to the end of that.
0: Download. Leave us a review.
1: You don't have a, a bumper for how we're entertaining ourselves yet?
0: I have a bumper for reading file names.
1: Oh my God. Please don't again. <laughs>
0: No. All right. Anything you want to say, Stomping Jam, before I hit the outro music? Nope. Okay. Well, I want to say it. I know. I think I got off to a slow start. I might be back. I don't know. But you never know with anxiety.
1: I don't know. We did get a message about our our 20-minute uh, diversion into Barney and how awful it was. Oh, yeah. We could do that again. <laughs> hey, where's the fucking phone? No, it's not here.
0: I have a round No girlfriend. Let's not do Mow, that. Madam
1: M. Madaman was quite upset about that.
0: We love <laughs> you. We love you, Madam M. Madam M. N? Oh. Okay. <laughs> bye now.
1: and that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed.